WBEZ Features is supported by Adler University, educating students to advance socially responsible practice, healthy communities, and a more just society. With degrees in psychology, counseling, public policy, and leadership. Adler.edu. Researchers are sounding the alarm that the extended coronavirus school shutdown could devastate some students academically. In Chicago Public Schools, some are calling these predictions overblown, while leaders and others are clearly worried. WBEZ's Sarah Karp reports. When in-person classes abruptly ended in mid-March, Aisha Wade Bay was in the middle of teaching her 5th and 6th grade students how to pull apart text. So we were really like digging deep into it, like reading through it, showing them how to annotate, showing them how to, you know, piece each section. She teaches at Lawndale Community Academy on the west side. It's a school serving all poor students who come in behind, but teachers help them improve every year. Wade Bay is a 20-year veteran who has great faith in her students. Her sixth grade class is nicknamed the Infinite Sixth. To let them know that the sky is the limit, the future holds for you is, is infinite. But as the shutdown went from two weeks to a month, and now to the end of the year, she's had a sinking feeling. She cannot see how this won't set her students back. When it's like when they have summer break, and we're out in June and they come back in September, you feel like you're back at square one, like you're starting all over again. School's chief, Janice Jackson, also seems distressed that students could regress. At the last Board of Education meeting, she sounded worried but determined. I also want to make sure that we're not throwing out all of the hard work that we've done to support our students and to push students who people didn't believe could perform to do great things. We're not throwing that out because of COVID. After all, one of Jackson's greatest points of pride is research that showed students in Chicago had been making gains faster than almost all other students across the nation. Now that could be threatened. Researchers are warning that a whole generation of students could be hurt and that the consequence could be especially dire in places like Chicago public schools, where the vast majority of students are poor and struggle to catch up. The reality is that even in our best intention, we have to prepare for kids to be potentially behind. Beth Tarasawa coined the phrase the COVID slide. She's the director of research at NWEA. That's a nonprofit organization that provides standardized tests used by hundreds of school districts, including Chicago's. What she found is that students, on average, are in danger of losing a third of what they normally would have gained in reading. And for math, that slide was actually much more devastating. We had, on average, about 50% of the typical learning gains you would expect. Um, Kids would show up, assuming that we're back in fall, uh, and in some grades, almost a a full year behind. Tarasawa admits there are lots of caveats. Some students may thrive with remote learning, but for others, the economic repercussions of the pandemic could cause them to lose more. These types of projections have sent school districts scrambling, talking about starting early, going longer, extending the school day. Chicago public school leaders are planning on virtual summer school. But some experts and Chicago public school teachers question the idea of a COVID slide. University of Illinois Chicago education professor Alfred Tatum says if skills are strong, they won't be lost. If I know how to read well, And if I'm outside of school for two months, I'm still going to know how to read well. What I may lose is the opportunity to have greater exposure to a wide range of text that takes my reading to a different level. 
Roxana Gonzalez is a teacher at Prieto Elementary School in Belmont Cragen on the northwest side. She says other things, like getting families food and emotional support, are more pressing than academics right now. Like, oh, well, right? Like, it, everything's going to be all right in the world. Like, there are going to be teachers in the next year who are going to be able to provide services and get the student up to speed because we're all aware of the circumstances. Wade Bay agrees, but she's fretting about how this pandemic will change her students' path forward. And she says so far, for most of her students, remote learning doesn't look like it's going to salvage much. I'm on Google Meets every day, you know, waiting for them, eager. I had my lesson planned. Okay, we're going to read through the text. You know, I want to try to give them that same experience in a sense as if we were in the classroom you know, on a computer, but it's not transferring to the level that I I would like it to. Wade Bay says she's reached out to almost every parent in her classroom and practically begged them to have their students log on. And yet, often, there's only a handful of her 30 students. Chicago Public Schools has yet to release official engagement numbers, but a lot of teachers say they're having trouble consistently getting students to log on and participate. Wade Bay says she's very concerned. For one, I was thinking about the one student who was showing success and motivated about trying to do his work, having seen this child online. We already had children who were struggling. And right now, you know, I feel like they may just be lost to the system. Tara Sawa, the researcher from NWEA, says she understands that right now schools and teachers are focused on meeting the basic needs of students, yet she says they also need to look ahead. Let's not be short-sighted, and and so why I want to give plenty of attention in the social-emotional learning, but it's to also not go in blindly and pretend this didn't have an impact and pretend this didn't have an impact on certain communities more than others. Tara Sawa likens it to the way data is being used to combat COVID-19 and try to flatten the curve. So, too, she says there's a moral imperative in education to try to reduce the slide as much as possible. Sarah Karp, WBZ News.